Hi, my name is Eric Long, and welcome back to another episode of the Business Holics. This is episode eight. Uh, today, I'm with my co-host Amani Modi, and today's guest speaker is Dan Varigis, who is a rising high schooler at Monroe Township High School. So, would you like to introduce yourself, Dan? Uh, yeah, sure. Hi, I'm Dan. I'm a sophomore at Monroe Township High School, and I'm just very invested and interested in the uh, current GameStop situation going on right. Yeah, and so as Dan said before, today's episode is going to be on the GameStop stock story. And, you know, we've really simplified it so people who don't know much about business are able to comprehend what's been going on and, you know, really why people are talking about this so much. So, you know, for you business gearheads out there, this is definitely worth a listen. And I hope everyone enjoys. Yeah, so just to give you guys a little background on this issue, GameStop is a video game retailer, and they've been really suffering since the pandemic started because no one wants to step inside the store anymore. And people have turned to more online options like Amazon ordering, Costco ordering, even BestBuy.com ordering. And if you guys don't know what subreddit, what the subreddit forum Wall Street Bets is, it's it's a forum on Reddit that has around two million members, and they just discuss stocks, they make memes, and you know, really interesting fact: this GameStop thing, like it actually started as a meme. Okay, so what draw what drew the attention of most major news outlets was the fact that GameStop rose about 840%. And we've never seen that in the United States stock market, especially at this scale with this many uh, small retail investors making hundreds of thousands of dollars of profit. And they are just capitalizing over the fact that a hedge fund, Melvin Capital, failed to see that retail, small individual people could uh, gang up together and Stick it to the uh, rich guy. So if if you want, you can elaborate on uh, Melvin Capital and Citadel and uh, how the hedge funds short stock. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, GameStop, they've been really suffering since the pandemic started because no one really wants to step foot into a store to buy games anymore because they feel it's unsafe. So they've turned to more online options like going to Amazon.com or Best Buy, even Costco.com. And you know, Amani, have how long has it been since you went inside a GameStop? I mean, no, and there's one by my house too. And my brother's a big gamer, and we haven't gone to GameStop. I remember I used to go to GameStop a lot though when I had a DS. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've had a DS since like 2011. Yeah, GameStop really profited off of uh, Nintendo, and when consoles like heavily relied on discs and physical game cartridges, right? Because oh, yeah. you can't get that uh, through a digital store. You have to like go to a uh, retail, like the mall or like a individual store and buy it. So that's how GameStop got most of their profits. But when uh, the pandemic came, most people just shifted to digital stores like PlayStation Store, the Xbox, uh, Microsoft Store, because... They, you don't have to go anywhere. It's just a one-click purchase. You don't have to drive. And mm-hmm. the game just gets downloaded to your console, which uh, yeah. is the result of um, the uh, GameStop net worth going significantly down. Yeah, dude, I, I think, like, Amazon, they've put in so many companies out of business. Like, you know, Toys R Us, Blockbuster, you know, such big things in the early 2000s. Oh, yeah. I heard the only rivals what like, Walmart... Yeah, doesn't Walmart have like Walmart Go or something, or like Walmart online? Uh, yeah, yeah, Walmart, yeah. Yeah, uh, Walmart recently introduced uh, Amazon Prime competitor, but so far it hasn't been 
uh, pretty. It hasn't been successful in the U.S. market at least. Yeah, I see Amazon. You know. Yeah, you know how Costco is successful right now. You know something like what happened with Toys R Us or Blockbuster might happen with Costco one day. Yeah, all of these like big warehouse stores. Yes. Yeah, so just to simplify this story as much as possible, some Wall Street hedge funds they had made this huge bet that the price of some stocks would go down. So these were companies like Melvin Capital who thought GameStop stock was overvalued, which is actually why they made the bet. And you know, in response, thousands of people on Reddit, like on the Wall Street Bets forum, they start buying up the GameStop stock like crazy. So you know, they can drive the price of the stock up which makes Melvin Capital and, you know, some other hedge fund firms that are, you know, really rich, like your billionaires, lose the bet and, you know, really lose billions of dollars. So it was just a way for your common day traders that are on Wall Street bets to stick it to the rich and, you know, just make the rich suffer while, you know, gaining money at their at the rich's expense. And what Melvin Capital was doing where they made a bet against the stock, that's called short selling. Uh, it is short selling. So the way that works, uh, if the if the listeners don't know, is companies um, companies bet that stocks will either go down or up. So that's called short selling. So shorting a stock means they're betting for it to go down. So they'll buy um, they'll buy the, the stock at a low price and sell at a high price and then keep the difference. Now uh, Melvin Capital and two other hedge funds heavily bet on GameStop stock going down because of the decline of sales and investors pulling out. But uh, millions of people on Wall Street bets just decided that they would drive the price up by buying large quantities of the stock. And it worked really well. Yeah, I can't believe um, that all these people banded together through Reddit. I thought that was super cool because I'm like addicted to Reddit and like Cora. Yeah, Cora's awesome. (laughs) Right? I thought I was the only one. Um, but I've actually heard that on a Business Insider that this was not like the prime catalyst for like this rise in GameStop prices because, and I mean, this makes sense that people don't, I'm trying to think how to say this. Um, people don't have the capital to orchestrate something so large. I mean, this is like a multi-billion dollar company. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I thought that was crazy because, like, Reddit is so popular. Yeah, I, I, I think it's kind of crazy, though. Like, they, they just all teamed up against, like, against mm-hmm. all these wealthy hedge funds and, you know, just did something like this. Mm-hmm. It's kind of insane. Um, do you think that this was orchestrated? I know this is a side, this is, like, a side thing, but do you think this might have been orchestrated by, like, another hedge fund? Um, I mean, I wouldn't think so because I mean, like Melvin Capital is owned by Citadel, which is mm-hmm. a huge hedge fund, right? And they right. they fund like most of the Wall Street guys. So they're losing a lot of money on this GameStop um shortage. Mm-hmm. So I don't think another hedge fund would do that. I mean, we've seen that uh I mean, 150 years ago in Italy, uh Mark actually Mark Cuban um did um uh, uh Ask me anything on Wall Street bets. And he said the only time this has ever happened was in Italy 150 years ago, where hedge funds bet against each other. So that's that's why this GameStop thing is so special, because the individual investors have never risen up and taken an opportunity like this before.
Yeah, I mean, I just thought that, you know, this would be something that is worth bringing up. But anyway, um, we can keep going. So. Yeah, Dan, did you personally invest in this GameStop stock? Uh, no, I am not allowed to invest in stocks due to some commitments with um, my business. So, Oh, you have a business? Uh, it's, um, it's my business and uh, my dad. So we're not... We're not allowed to invest in stocks. Otherwise, it would be insider trading. Oh, okay. I mean, that's, that's so cool. Right? Um, do you want to give a little promo about your business? I kind of want to know what it is. Yeah, we can advertise your business, man. Yeah, for real. No, it's, it's just for taxes. No, oh, I mean, okay. <laughs> my business is separate, but his is just for taxes. Yeah, I don't know if you're allowed to answer this, but, you know, did you know this GameStop thing was going to happen? Uh, this was not orchestrated by anybody on Wall Street. So it, it everything happened in the subreddit. Nobody, people who were in that subreddit and the Discord knew that this was going to happen because they orchestrated this over a few weeks that they were going to buy this stock, and um, nobody on Wall Street knew. They weren't monitoring this uh, form. Wow. I mean, yeah, because Reddit is just so, such like a common people thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a huge place. But um, yeah. yeah. There really has been some controversy over that, right? Like between the day traders and the hedge fund people, like they had inside info. Uh, yeah, I mean, on Wall Street, right? If we go back to 2009 and the Occupy Wall Street um, protests, many um, people were forced out of their jobs and it was an economic recession and they were protesting on Wall Street. And you just see these guys in their skyscrapers and everything, like drinking wine and like laughing at them. So uh, I would think, uh, some of these people want to get revenge on these hedge funds. And and they did. They did it really well. Do you think it was just their main motivation was just getting back at the rate? Um, maybe. But uh, at the same time, a lot of people made money. If you go to the subreddit, the, uh, the main guy who started this, Keith Gill, Wall Street Journal did an interview on him. He's been buying GameStop stocks since last year. He recently cashed out $8 million, but his total... Uh, net gain was about 44 million. So Robinhood is like a trading platform. So you can buy and sell stocks on there. And it was really popular with individual investors because uh, they have no commission on stocks. And um, a lot of people just saw it and took that opportunity instead of going with other firms like uh, the Cash App or Fidelity or just going with uh, portfolio managers. And uh, Robinhood is in tie has ties to citadel which um gives them 30 percent of their revenue and robin hood also sells user data to citadel so citadel is uh, a big hedge fund which owns robin hood and melvin capital so when robin hood limited trading of the gamestop stock and the amc stock uh, i would consider that market manipulation because they are trying to save citadel which is basically Melvin Capital. And yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's really, you know, it, it doesn't it doesn't look right because, you know, I heard that I heard the statistic the other day that, you know, in 2020, 35% of Robinhood's revenue actually came from Citadel. So, and then do you think there's like, you know, something there? There is definitely something there because oh, yeah, there was 35% is a large number. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, they also uh, yeah, no, ties to the point. US government. Did you hear that? They paid the Secretary Treasury $800,000. I did hear that. Yeah, there's a deposition. Maxine Waters called for the Robin Hood CEO to be um, testify. 
testify. So, uh, yeah, I would definitely consider it market manipulation because uh, in their official official response, they said their clearinghouse couldn't handle the amount of transactions. But I don't think that's good at all because um, Fidelity and Cash App, they have their own clearinghouses and investors were easily able to um, invest in GameStop and uh, AMC there. So I really think there's something between Citadel and Robinhood that's happening. No, I'm actually not so sure about that because, you know, there was also the 100% collateral requirement. So I think the SEC should uh, investigate that because what they did was wrong and um, other platforms didn't do it. Robinhood was one of the only ones with uh, such a mass, a vast majority of individual traders and uh their actions have consequences. On the Google Play Store, they have over 300,000 one-star reviews. On the Apple App Store, they're getting review, review bombed as well for limiting the... Um, I actually heard that this could be... I know this is almost like a side tangent, um, but this could be a constitutionality issue because, um, like, can they prevent people from orchestrating something like this? So it's like freedom of speech or um, can Robinhood prevent people from buying certain stocks? So I thought that was like kind of cool because it went from the market now to the government. Um, yeah, I mean, the SEC is trying to investigate uh, Keith Gill, who started this, who started buying uh, GameStop stock about. Uh, what, a year ago, and they're trying to side with the hedge funds. So this could possibly, like, never happen again in the future. So we're going to see how, how that investigation goes. All right, so with bipartisan unity and um, the Robin Hood situation, AOC uh, tweeted in support of these Wall Street bets people because uh, one of her running points as uh, a House of Representatives member for her district was she really wanted to heavily tax the rich. And Ted Cruz retweeted and said this right here uh, under her tweet. And um, this, um, this moment has created an opportunity for bipartisan unity between a very, uh, what we could say, um, a very hard Democrat versus a very hard Republican. And uh, they could team up and uh, work together and leading this SEC investigation into Robinhood and why they specifically stopped the trades of the AMC and GameStop stocks. Yeah, I, I think this is like a really big thing because, you know, it's not every day you see the Democrats and Republicans agreeing on something. And, you know, maybe this is something that can like shift that unity and, you know, maybe improve for a better tomorrow in the nation. What do you think? Yeah, especially because right now everything's divided. They're, yeah, everything's they're... so radical, right? Mm-hmm. There seems to be no, um, not unity. I can't think of the word, but, oh, compromise. There seems to be no compromise between the Democrats and Republicans. And it's nice to see that, um, I mean, as big as something as this, um, it's still bringing people together. Yeah, I don't, do you think, do you think this is going to like, you know, play out well? Do you think, you know, there's going to be a lot of I mean, I don't know. I don't because I can't just I I just can't imagine that you know something like that you know having AOC and someone like Ted Cruz working together I wait actually I don't think they're working together right you know AOC was like I'm not gonna work with someone that you know tried to kill me at the Capitol something like uh, that, right? yeah she did she did say that so no unfortunately 
the uh, moment was ruined, but uh, it sparked some interest. But uh, Maxine Waters and other Republican senators besides Ted Cruz are working on the SEC investigation and have called the Robin Hood CEO and um, Keith Gill, the person who started this whole movement, to testify in Congress. Yeah, dude, I, I think this whole thing is like really sketchy because, you know, I the whole Robin Hood thing, I don't I don't it, it just doesn't seem right. Uh, could you elaborate on what doesn't seem right? Uh, their uh, market manipulation or that individual traders ganged up on uh, Melvin Capital? Well, I think, you know, everyone's partially responsible for what happened, because if you think about it, you know, if the hedge funds had just made this bet and then, you know, your common day traders, they hadn't even done anything, then, you know, the the hedge funders would have just like, you know, won the bet. But when when you take into account both, then one affects the other. Like, you know. Uh, yeah, you're right. But nothing nothing bad happened here because Wall Street has been designed for like the past few years. Individual investors have been looked at as dumb money and they're they've been destined to lose against the highly compensated analysts who buy and sell stocks for a living. But individual investors finally showed that they can do something when they all team up together, which is it's a great moment. It's it shows the power of the stock market and the free market economy we live in. But that's my question. Do you really think that enough people came together to have enough capital to pull something like this? Like that to me sounds crazy. Just because GameStop uh, is a multi-billion dollar company, that means like like a lot of people had to be involved in this. It was obviously planned, right? Because you can't, no, not everyone can just buy a bunch of GameStop stocks without like exactly. everyone. Yeah, everyone has to join together. So, you know, I don't, doesn't that seem weird too on like on the part of the day traders i feel like like there's at least some like maybe competing hedge fund that's also maybe piggybacking off of this i don't think it's the day traders alone there's Um, no way yeah it might not be the day traders alone but uh they're all working together i guess against melvin capital and yeah Mm that uh right now the wall street bet subreddit has about eight million uh, subscribe users. So if you take at least like one eighth of that, that's still a million people buying a GameStop stock that was originally like what three or four bucks. And yeah, GameStop is a. Uh, they have total assets of two point eight two billion as of twenty nineteen, but uh, it's gone significantly down due to uh, the coronavirus pandemic. So their stock price went down. Dude, they're they're just gonna end up like Sports Authority. They're gonna be out of business really soon. Uh, no, they won't actually. They just made uh, two new hiring executives. Uh, they hired the guy from uh, Amazon AWS as their new CTO, and they're restructuring their business with uh, this new money they've gained from uh, this uh, stock boom. But so, I heard this stock. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Do you see what their stock is at though, right now? Right now, yeah. I heard it's, their it's stock tanking. is going down by eighty-five percent. Tanking, it's going to keep tanking, man. No yeah. One, no one wants you, to buy GameStop stock anymore. They're holding right now. These people are holding. I mean, uh, today it went up by um, 20%. But uh, yeah, in the last few days, it has gone. It has tanked. But these people on the subreddit, like you can see these posts with like 200,000 upvotes saying, hold, hold the stock. So we don't know if it's going to keep tanking. We don't know if it's going to keep rising. Well, even if even with these like, you know, new people that they just hired, it's still it's still GameStop. And, you know. Everyone wants to just turn to online options right now. It's not going to change the but fact that, that people want to go into the store. That is the old 
business of GameStop. These, the CTO and the new CEO are restructuring the business uh, around their new contract with Microsoft in the cloud. So they can turn into a digital seller. They can turn into a competitor for Microsoft Store and um, uh, the PlayStation so Store. So you don't because... think Microsoft and Amazon is just going to take it one step further and, you know, I guess beat them again? Yeah. Because they could do that. It's not. I mean, I think the um, like the big determinant on if short lot uh, if um, Game stocks like how do I say um, if GameStop's success is short lived is going to be whether this new CTO or this new leadership um, figures out what to do to modernize or um, bring GameStop like with the times. Yeah, Dan, did you see what happened with Amazon versus Walmart? You know, Amazon ends up buying Whole Foods and then they got Amazon Go. So, you know, you don't really. It's, I mean, you, Walmart is still a multi-billion dollar company. They work in different departments. Just because Amazon bought Whole Foods doesn't mean. Well, that... Amazon has different departments, too. Yeah, but Walmart is not just out of business because rel- um, Amazon is there. Walmart still has retail stores. Yeah, but it's that like the is first a step to like a technological people. advancement that can put them out of business in the future. Walmart has grocery delivery as well. Walmart has those good prices on groceries that Amazon just can't compete with. Whole Foods has been known to raise prices for delivery that Walmart just lowers them and they just they compete like that. Walmart also has a lot of more hiring opportunities. I think Walmart's edge is definitely the cheaper prices. It's always been. Well, you got to you also got to take into account like all the other grocery stores. Like what about Costco? You bring them in. You know, they're cheaper, too. And they're booming. But Costco requires a membership. Costco is only for mm-hmm. big ticket items. You always well, see ShopRite? cereals and water and all these foods in huge. ShopRite is a competitor as well. But Walmart is not going out of business anytime soon. Just because Amazon is there. Well, it doesn't mean you know, they're on the path towards that. Because I think even Walmart's edge compared to ShopRite, Stop and Shop is the same thing. It's the cheap prices. And they it's are not. Um, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. You oh. finished. Sorry. I didn't yeah. Try. It's just the fact that uh, Walmart has been able to modernize too. Yeah. You know, I just searched this up and apparently, according to an article written in 2019 by Forbes, there's a 40% chance that Walmart could go away at any minute. And apparently in 2020, they closed 269 of their 11,600 stores. So, you know, it really goes to show how Walmart might actually be on the brink of downfall. If we look at Walmart's uh, fiscal reports from 2019, you can see that their revenue is not decreasing at all. In fact, it's increasing. They've had uh, they had record revenue in quarter three. So they're not they are not going bankrupt. They're not losing money. They're they're gaining money at record highs. So they're not going anywhere for a long, long time because Walmart has known is known how to compete and modernize with this uh, economy and this pandemic. And they've transferred a lot of their services online, like grocery grocery delivery. They have an Amazon Prime competitor. So that way they can just compete. They won't go out of business just because. A huge super giant Amazon goes and buys Whole Foods. They they just won't. That's not how it will it will work. I agree with that actually. Yeah, but you know, like over time, as you know, people as technology continues to advance, there's going to be, you know, um, I, I don't I, I think there's going to be like you know more factors that determine this in the future because there's so many things arising 
Of course, more factors will determine this in yeah. the future. But in the future, their business plan may change. It's not just going to stay the same for the next 10 years. Yeah, they have think- enough capital to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's um, their ability to evolve that's going to see, like, who's going to win this out. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Great point. Uh, it's, yeah, she's right. It's who can evolve to meet the needs of consumers while making them the most convenient. Because that's why Amazon is so popular. The amount of convenience you can get by just clicking the buy now button. Amazon Prime, it comes in two days, one day, two hours now. That is why Amazon is such a successful company. That is Walmart is trying to replicate that with grocery delivery. And you see Best Buy with curbside pickup. Everybody is trying to get a share of that convenience by going online and just shipping out the product. Yeah, I feel like, though, you know, this is going to have such a huge toll on employment in the future, though, because as you know, these technological advancements keep coming. Like like I, I heard Amazon is um considering investments on new tech like drones you know more planes that are self-reliant that you don't even need usps or ups you know that just results in more people becoming unemployed and that's just going to further the downfall of gdp Mm -hmm. uh yeah but of course but technology is always improving i mean that that's just the way we're going amazon just got greenlit by the fcc to uh, enable their uh, driverless drones. So those are yeah, going to start. So maybe someone like Amazon and Walmart, they're going to start. They're they're going to still see continued success. But you know, think of the toll that's going to have on the employees. You know, your workers. But what does that have to do with um, these GameStop stocks? I mean, yeah, employment is obviously going to go down as automation rises. Yeah, I don't. I, I the main takeaway here is that you know, really, with you know these advancements in technology. You know, GameStop is more, you know, traditional, so to say. But GameStop is restructuring their business, so they don't have to be more traditional anymore. They don't have to be that place in the mall that you look at and say, oh, I used to go there. I used to trade in my games, but now I just have another option. They can recenter their business with their new contract with Microsoft. I think I think time will tell on this one. We'll see their new business plan. And- yeah, that's true. yeah. Well, everyone can Very restructure true. their business. Like I, I, Toys R Us tried to restructure their business. What look what happened? But they got uh, Toys R Us did not bring special talent in. They did not bring an Amazon CEO, AWS, a multi billion dollar company, multi billion dollar division of Amazon, heavily used by most businesses. Yeah, and uh, you know, finally diving into the Steve Cohen controversy. You know, Steve Cohen, he's the owner of the New York Mets. He uh, he runs the firm Point Seventy Two, and he he paired invest with Melvin Capital. Like he bet against the Reddit. Uh, he bet. I mean, he he bet against the GameStop stock, and he invested two point seven five billion dollars. So, you know, like, what do you guys what do you guys think of that? Um, I think that um. Well, he lost money, unfortunately, but uh, Melvin Capital has been an overall successful hedge fund in the past. If we look at their trading and they've shorted many stocks before as well. But, uh, yeah, he just lost money. And I mean, you can't really do anything about that besides gaining it back in uh, future stocks. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that they could have had any way maybe to prevent it oh yeah exactly. definitely yeah you're right like, i mean melvin capital happen can and there's nothing that they can do yeah that's right i mean melvin capital was not aware of these uh message boards i mean now the sec is investigating the wall street bets reddit but melvin capital just didn't think like they they were a problem they didn't they didn't know of their existence until now to be honest All right
So do you think that, you know, like the people, uh, the person who runs the Melvin Capital and, you know, Steve Cohen, do you think they're guilty of market manipulation? Uh, the CEO of Melvin Capital just uh, recently, what is it called? He is installing new basketball courts in his house. I mean, I don't think he's worried at all because that's how huge Melvin Capital is. Even though they took a big loss in GameStop, um, I don't think that he's worried at all. I think the SEC will cover him in terms of market manipulation. I really don't think uh, he won't get away with this. I mean, yeah, I do believe that shorting stocks like this and instead of using it for the benefit of the stock market as it was created to do, instead of just betting on companies to fail and driving them all the way down, I believe that's market manipulation in my opinion. But uh, I don't think he is going to get charged. Uh, Melvin Capital might just uh, walk away with this one and have to get the pocket Uh, No, probably not, to be honest, because the SEC is investigating the Wall Street best people instead of Melvin Capital. They're not investigating Melvin Capital at all, to be honest. Yeah, Cohen uh, declined the accusations, too. So I don't know. A lot of people are worried that he's guilty, though. Um, if he's guilty, I mean, he's guilty. I mean, I don't really think he specifically committed in market manipulation because he just invested in Melvin Capital, right? And I don't think he would have that mal intent of harming other businesses like uh, shorting this stock did. So I really don't think he's purposely guilty of anything, maybe guilty by association, but we'll have to see what the investigation digs up. So, you know, main takeaway here, Investing in stocks is like really risky because you know this, this what happened with GameStop. It's so unprecedented. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you can't yeah, expect I something mean, like this to happen. Mm-hmm. Especially because it's never happened before, and at least in our stock market. Yeah, like imagine investing in Zoom in like February. Oh geez, yeah. Uh yeah. I, I mean, know what Zoom time. was. Yeah, most people didn't know what it was, and now everybody uses it from. Uh, like every weekday, every day. But um, only time this has happened before was between different hedge funds uh, 150 years ago in Italy, as uh, Mark Cuban said. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like Robinhood. So do you think Robinhood's guilty? And it, like since they're investing the day traders, do you think they're guilty too? Um, I would think that the, the day traders are not guilty at all because they are just doing what the hedge funds are doing. The hedge funds gang up and short a stock. Why can't individual traders gang up and buy stocks? It's a free market. This should I be allowed to happen. But, I mean, this is this is the essence of what America is. I mean, people are free to do what they want with their money, and this is what they decided to do. Exactly. I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't have put it better. And... Uh, Melvin Capital, uh, I don't think they should be charged with anything either because they just lost um, They just lost money. I mean, a lot of hedge funds short stocks, and if the SEC were to prosecute all of them, then there would basically be nobody on Wall Street left. And I don't think they would do that because hedge funds do provide a lot of benefit to the stock market. And uh, about Robinhood, I think that they would um, – I think they are guilty. I think that CEO uh, – there was a guest on CNBC. He is uh, owner of a nonprofit. And when Robinhood was first started, they were looking for Series A and B funding. And this guy passed up because he didn't like their character. He thought they were shady people just trying to make a profit. And, uh, I mean, he's been proven right now. I mean, 
uh, they Robin Hood was just trying to cover Citadel, and um, they did not favor their individual traders, which is wrong. It's market manipulation and an investigation should. Yeah, so thank you for listening to the eighth episode of the Business Holics. Dan came in today. He brought in lots of insightful information. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you haven't already, give us a follow on Spotify at the Business Holics and also follow our Instagram at the Business Holics. If you have any questions, DM that account or you can DM my account at Eric Wong Jr. If you have a question for Dan, you can. He, I think he'd be glad to answer your questions. And finally, if you haven't checked out episodes one through seven yet, you should really do so because, you know, we've put a lot of work into those and I feel like you'd really enjoy them. So this is us signing off and see you in episode nine, the importance of digital marketing featuring Parth Patel and Johnny Profaci releasing soon.